Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fun Indian Guy podcast. Uh, I had a really interesting journey of my design studies in Politecnico di Milano and I met few people who kind of impacted my life on a really huge scale. And on my right, we have Valentina Rucchio, one of my professors from Politecnico di Milano. Say hi to people. Hello. People say hi to Valentina. <laughs> So she was my professor of design thinking or design methods, uh, but more than the skill set or more than the educational thing, what, what I got out of your course or what I got out of working with you was kind of a perspective or vision on life, uh, which has helped me a lot. And later she also became my tutor for my master thesis. And because of her, I did a thesis about videos, otherwise I was going for something else. So she has been a very important figure in my design studies and I'm super glad to have you on the podcast to share some things with us. I'm glad to. Yeah. So we will begin our podcast now. I'll ask you to quickly introduce yourself, uh, what you have done, where do you come from and then we begin our podcast. Okay, so I'm uh, Valentina Auricchio in Italian. Auricchio. <laughs> Auricchio in English. Um, I, I'm Neapolitan. I lived, uh, I was born in Naples, but, um, I lived around the world. I, I lived in the States as a child and then came back to Italy and, um, uh, I did a PhD in design. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, uh, after my PhD, I, uh, I did some other jobs outside of Politecnico, um, trying to understand also uh, who I am as a designer yeah. and then and then now I'm back I'm back in Polytechnico teaching uh, nice. since uh, very recent uh, since January yeah hi I'm Suyog also known as the fun Indian guy I'm a designer, musician, filmmaker, and a mechanical engineer. I'm from India, and currently I'm chilling around, traveling around, working around, roaming around, having fun around Europe. And this is my podcast. The Fun Indian Guy Podcast. Yeah. So since when are you into like studying design? Like when did you start? <sighs> okay, I start... Uh... Actually, I was inspired by a professor in my high school. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a high school in Switzerland afterwards. I did an English high school. <laughs> you missed that. <laughs> uh, I did my last two years of high school in Switzerland. I did my A-levels and I was doing um, art. Mm -hmm. And my uh, professor of art, my teacher of art, uh, took us to see a design school at a certain point. I think it must have been Supsi or one of those schools in mm -hmm. um, in Switzerland, I, I don't remember which one, but when I saw the workshops, yeah. I said, okay, this is what I want to do mm -hmm. when I'm, uh, I'll be big, <laughs> when I'm older. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I, uh, I tried to apply to some, I, first of all, I tried to understand where yeah. you do design because no one knew what is design. Right. <laughs> and it was uh, uh, 1995, yeah, uh, <laughs> 1994, yeah. Long time and, ago. Yeah, some time ago. And so I, I looked around, uh, I applied to some schools in the, in the States and I yeah. applied to some schools in England. And then I, I felt I had to go back home. So yeah. I went back to Naples. Mm -hmm. There was no design in Naples at mm -hmm. the time. And so I, I, I said, I told my father, I said, you know, I want to do this. And what, well, he said, what is design? And I said, you know, <laughs> people do, you know, uh, coffee makers. And 
I have a friend that has done a coffee maker. And I said, oh, good. Uh, he studied engineering. Okay, yeah. okay. And he, so he introduced me to an engineer and then he, he, he said, okay, go to an architect. And mm. I interviewed both. And I said, okay, maybe engineering. So I signed up for engineering. I did uh, one year of engineering yeah. in Naples. 270 students, uh, 10 women. Uh, and I said, okay, yeah, I like this. It's good, but it's not really what I want to do. And then suddenly um, I went to see, again, my father uh, took me to a fair of universities in Italy. And I found out that in Politecnico there was yeah, a course. Of course. Uh, so yeah, I started from there, basically. Long time ago. Yeah. Crazy. So that is kind of the topic we will, I would like to discuss with you because now you have gone through a long phase of being in design or design industry or mm -hmm. also education and now me or my friends who are just starting to work and uh, get to work with companies or do freelance or uh, something like that. So it's like we looking at something which we don't know where we are going but you mm -hmm. have some sort of a journey which has been there and i would like to discuss that and not from the perspective of what kind of projects you did or uh, details of the projects mm -hmm. or something like that but more towards like how design has affected your life and uh, as as i was discussing with you before we started rolling that the, the there is a very thin line between a professional designer and also the personal life of a designer because then you start looking at everything from a design perspective and your life choices yeah. the things you want to do everything has a really good impact of design so i would like to know that from you as a person how it helped you and it would be really nice to understand yeah. from your experience not so that we could plan but just to see how it goes uh, for a person like you yeah uh well it's true design sort of um well, we all we all design. We say now you, yeah. you design, you decide, uh, you plan. Yeah, maybe is is the better word. You know, in Italian we have progettare, so to throw uh, forward. Yeah. Um, and so it's not really it's not planning, it's not designing. It's uh, something that everybody you 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 design your life. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. There's also someone else that has said that. <laughs> I think there's a book. <laughs> there's a, okay, but yeah, but everybody. So um, I think. Uh, in 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 my profession, in my experience, is that sometimes um, I'm so passionate mm -hmm. about what I'm doing is that I lose track of, mm -hmm. of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, so my professors used to say, this is the most beautiful job you can do in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, any job can be the most beautiful job you can do in your life. But in particular, probably design is because it is really enriching and it's about uh, the beauty of, of, uh, of what surrounds you. It's about so in a way it does affect uh, your life and yeah. all your decisions. Um, and um, I, I actually did product design. Mm -hmm. So this is important because uh, when I studied, there was no service design. Uh, there was no strategic design. There was no um, design management. There was, I mean, I studied when these things were starting. So uh, actually, there was a course on uh, service design, but no one applied yeah. when I was uh, I was uh, back in, in school. Uh, again, it was 1998, 1997, mm -hmm. 98. There was a first uh, design uh, service design course, and right. I think ten people applied, something mm -hmm. like that. So. Uh, they had to close it immediately and it just, uh, it, it was not, ex so we were doing either communication or design. And at the time there was no division between the different subjects. So I did a bit of communication. I did a bit of design and, um, 
uh, I mean, a product design, a bit of a communication, a bit of product, and then sort of I specialized in product in the end. But it was completely different from now, where you start immediately. You know, okay, I do product design, I do communication design, or I do fashion, or I do, and then product service system design is yeah. afterwards, and your masters. So, uh, yeah. So th- th- mm, I think I don't know where in the future, but things are moving towards uh, this idea that in any case creativity is something that it should be part of anybody's life mm-hmm. so anybody that is working in any sector should ach- have these abilities let's say these abilities right. that are tip- very um, that are part of our design world uh, but they can apply also in other other certain, yeah. in other in other in other jobs and other professions. So that's where let's say design is going. You know, it's enlarging. It's getting. Right. You know, it talk now. It's working on politics. Then, uh, mm-hmm. if you want, in the past, designers used to say um, like Maldonado, but also all the, the designers in the seventies used to say that design has to you know as this uh, social mm-hmm. um, importance. And now is the moment where it's actually has this opportunity right. it's it's gotten to the point where it can do it yeah sort of it, it's it's still not doing it <laughs> but it's gotten to the point where it has the uh potential let's yeah say. the legacy to do it yeah mm. yeah i completely agree because even uh before doing service pssd course i had done a couple of bunch of other things but after doing pssd as i said it gave me kind of a vision to use everything i was doing to enable something mm. So earlier it was just music as a hobby or music as something or I make videos for this. But then when I, I had kind of got this vision or perspective of design, then I started looking at the usual normal thing in some other way, like yeah. how I can use music to do something or how I can use videos to do something else. And it kind of started to enable other dimensions yeah. which were there, but I couldn't see it, look at them because I didn't have this kind of vision. And it's quite interesting what you said that design basic design thinking ability should be there in everybody so they can do their normal things in a better way and designer doesn't have to like let's say the designers which we call designers today don't have to go and teach them to think uh, and education is mm-hmm. one of the factors which can really help that so i would like to ask you like what kind of it's it's not about this but what since you started in polytechnico uh long time ago what kind of events you had till now which kind of defined some things and changed totally completely the path for you because design wow. has quite Man. a lot of fluidity when you do things yeah. you can change drastically the total path yeah i had many actually because i i'm i'm one of those people that are I, i'm never uh i don't know every such years i have to change <laughs> Uh, I remember when I decided to do design, there was one thing that I was sure of. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go into one company and do the same thing for the rest of my life. You know, just design always the same thing. I I was quite certain that I wanted to go into a company where I could change mm-hmm. uh, the, the area in which I could apply design, uh, the project. So that was the only certainty I had. The rest was not, uh, was completely uncertain. I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, uh I, so I changed many times. Mm-hmm. I changed job many times. So first, I I started as uh, I actually I started my my first job was translating from Italian to English mm-hmm. <laughs> some <laughs> academic papers. Uh, then I, I I worked in the international office of Politecnico. So 
uh, I did you know different kinds of jobs and then slowly yeah then I did my PhD I worked mm. on international projects um, but then uh, somehow the academia for me was uh, was um, at a certain point was uh, it wasn't allowing me to actually see how uh, things went to the market right so I needed to see things going to the market so I, I said okay I have to change and at, going out of academia in Italy was quite complicated so mm. that was the first step and I went to uh, another school, which is called Istituto Europeo di Design, mm-hmm. and I was uh, the director of that, that uh, of the research center there, right. and that was a very uh, difficult um, task. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and there, and there, I started getting more in contact with companies, and uh, uh, although I was still inside an academic uh, situation, setting, yeah. yeah, setting uh, one. A beautiful job one of the most beautiful jobs that uh, that really um, that I would have liked to continue actually was uh, when I directed Ottagono mm-hmm. the, the uh, Italian uh, newspaper in, mm-hmm. uh, in design um, it's one of for me it's a myth it's one of those uh, things yeah. that uh, and then it had to close because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, people don't read anymore. <laughs> people don't buy newspapers anymore. So it had to close. But that was uh, that was an amazing journey because there you're in contact with companies, but you're in contact with critics, you're in contact with journalists, right. with uh, editors, with and so you're constantly knowing what's going on internationally. Yeah, and that was another important moment. I think the path changing events were more inside me than outside. I it's very I, interesting. I need to change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, I'm a designer. I, I get uh, bored of things. Yeah. Uh, if I have to do the same thing again, even when I teach. Yeah. Every year I change. Right. Like yeah, I'm yeah. constantly updating. Uh, I never have the same slides. In fact, the, the, I've heard, you know, some professors do mocks. You know, okay, I, I do 80 mocks. And then students look at my mocks and then I was like, how can you, you know, it changes every year. It changes and design is constantly evolving, evolving. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's not like teaching uh, a subject that is, you know, okay, there's a certainty, right? It's, it's always uncertain. It's always evolving and you have to keep on updating on materials, on processes, on economies, uh, social issues. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I, I didn't really have like, I think the turning points were inside me. Like there were moments in my life where I felt that I had done what I was supposed to do there. Right. And I had to go. Mm -hmm. Sort of, that was the feeling. And pick up the next thing. And pick up the next thing. Yeah. It wasn't so much from outside telling me, but it's more me. Yeah. Either my ethics. uh, Sometimes it was my ethics. um, Or uh, just, uh, okay. I've done what I have to do yeah. and now let's move on to something else right to a new challenge so that's a very interesting thing about design because if for example let's take an example of engineer you can go ahead 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 and then you mm. go project manager and there's a kind of a defined path and you it's very it's not impossible but changing really feel or changing the complete topic requires again the skill set to do something else I think it's important actually to change to change yeah also I in think- uh, other than design uh, fields? I wouldn't know other than that. For sure in design you need to change because yeah, yeah. you need to, um, if you're in any uh, project 
if you're constantly doing the same, at a certain point, you lose that um, curiosity. Yeah, true. You become uh, so, um, you know, I don't know. It's important in design to always have a fresh view mm-hmm. on things. It's, and it's difficult to have that fresh view for a long time. Right. Like in the same place or in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, yeah, I think it's important. I don't know if in other professions, probably. But these days people are changing because yeah. there's the skills and the knowledge is quite free, freely available. So the kind of traditional jobs are also changing. But from your perspective, let's say, did, because you had possibility to work in different sorts of fields, still being in a design. And mm. sometimes that leads to a lot of uncertainties and questions. Sometimes you also feel like, man, I could do that, or I can, I can also do that, but then you have to pick something. Did you find such uh, challenges in your life where you were like, it's not fear of missing out, but still like you could do so many things, but then it's very also difficult to pick one and always, then do that. Always. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have difficulties in saying no, but okay. I've learned that I have to because otherwise I get overwhelmed by the amount of things. So I have difficulties in saying no, not because I want to, you know, uh, make you happy, but because I'm always in like, Oh, that, that, yeah. would, <laughs> that sounds interesting. Oh, that's, uh, everything is a challenge and is, it, it has its, uh, you know, I have that passion of, uh, yeah. but then I have to, you, yeah, I've learned that I have to choose because there have been moments, there has been a moment, a specific moment in which I, ha- I, I was overwhelmed mm-hmm. uh, by too many challenges. And the fact that you change, I wanted to add probably that links to what you're saying, is um, that when you change, uh it's also scary i mean if you're if you know uh, a a topic or um, a sector very Mm -hmm. well you you feel strong about i know how this works but every time you change and you go into a new sector you you start from zero again so and that's quite scary Mm -hmm. like am i going to be able to manage this am i going to be able to and and or maybe am I going to am 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 I going to be at the same level? Because then you kind of if you change the topic, then there is a chance that you will work on a lower level than where you were. Yeah. So stepping down and picking something else could yeah. also be a bit difficult. Yeah. In that. Sense. Yeah. For example, uh, just to give an example, I uh, I started uh, as when I had my own company because there was a moment where I had my own company, and with two um, uh, colleagues, two yeah. partners. Yeah. Uh, and. I was. I started doing this design thinking yeah. thing um, in different companies, and they were calling me, and HRs were calling me. Can you do mm. uh, two days design thinking? And at the beginning, it was a challenge for me because I said, "Okay, I have to put up uh, yeah. a system how it's how it's going to work. I have to." And it was quite difficult. I was working with CEOs, CFOs, CIOs, yeah. <laughs> high management. So it was always very demanding, and I was ta- with uh, with doctors and yeah. uh, you know uh, difficult topics as well. Um, but at a certain point, I said, "Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore because it was just repetitive. It wasn't interesting anymore." Because uh, on one hand, I had handled it. Mm-hmm. You know, once I've okay, I've, I know how it works. I know how. Uh, on the other hand whatever we were doing there was not then brought it wasn't uh, they weren't bringing it forward into projects into yeah. real projects so at a certain point i i sort of motivation I, yeah lost. i gave it up 
Um, so I have the knowledge there. Right. Of uh, I know how to do that, uh, which makes you stronger. But on the other hand, there's uh, another voice that tells me, you know, it's not. That's something maybe. It's not learn when I need to learn. Yeah. There's some yeah. If, if at a certain point I realize that I'm not learning anything anymore, I'm yeah. not. Uh, or I'm just as a disc, you know, just repeating, repeating the same mechanically. thing mechanically. Uh, that's when I uh, lose it. I lose it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, because Maybe. we are on this situation, how do you deal with that situation? Do you immediately stop and look for something else, or you immediately like slowly get out of it and There's plan your exit strategy? Moments. I've uh, <laughs> I've immediately stopped, like the day exactly in which I felt it yeah. uh, has happened. Uh, and you know the person no but take your time like no this is it the end is here (laughs) Um, or there are moments where you say okay obviously you know you have also budgets you have uh, you know agreements that you've taken with people so it depends it depends but I have this strong urge inside at that moment so it's 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 urgent yeah it's like emergency bell Uh, so it's maybe it's not immediate, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But there's a way as to... soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but it's quite interesting. So at such situations, you prefer to hold on to your voice and learn something more than the situation could, because sometimes it could also be financial situation that you have to earn that money. Yeah. But you first try to put your interest and yeah. then it anyway works out or how, how has it been? Or you had to really sacrifice sometimes because you couldn't really stop. Uh, sacrifice sacrifice i haven't really Mm -hmm. i've always tried in those moments to turn the project around like sell something different why don't we do this a bit differently Mm -hmm. because uh, maybe (laughs) putting in something new for me interesting um yeah so i try to first uh turn it around and then there's moments obviously where okay you have to go with the with the flow you can't just do whatever you want so there have been moments but uh, yeah i've always tried to Okay, instead of using this tool, why don't I just, uh, you know, go look for something different. So at least also I experiment something different. Right. Yeah, I think that's important for me. I don't know if it's a design thing Mm -hmm. or if it's my personal thing. But I think in design, um, I think it might be a design thing also. Like a a typical, a thing of something that is part of our profession. Like you, you want to learn while you're designing. Yeah. You want to discover the world. You want to, you're curious. You're, you're, mm-hmm. You can't be curious about something that you know by heart, you know, you know perfectly. Yeah, it's saturation after that. Exactly. But it's not just to make things different, though. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's important. Like, it's not just because I want to do it, make, the, make something different. But it's just learning. Yeah. Learning while you're doing is important. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I would like to ask here, it's like a lot of the times when we are in struggle, let's say me and my friends, maybe not getting job or some bureaucracy and everything, people, other people around them are always saying, ah, things work out, things always work out, things always work out. But so from where you are standing, did things always work out? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can say, but things always work out in what sense? Like you bring... I think you, in bigger picture, yes, because... Yeah, I, I would say that sense. I've never, there's no project that I've done that hasn't gone to the end mm-hmm. of the project i mean i've never left a project you know just uh in the middle of it yeah i always uh, take it to a conclusion and i've always had yeah positive i mean i ha- i don't have um 
if it's a failure, it's uh, like I have had a strong failure, mm-hmm. um, but it's more a personal failure mm-hmm. than uh, the, the client had, didn't perceive it as a failure. <laughs> you were not happy with it. I was not happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I was not happy with it. Uh, and uh, yeah, and it was in this uh, design thinking uh, situation, situation where, yeah. yeah, I felt that it wasn't useful. Mm-hmm. It was wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, to do it and you can't become a designer in two days, you know? Mm-hmm. So there for me, it was a, my, like they had a great time, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two days of design for them, thinking yes. and for yeah. them it was, but for me it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was something that I felt wrong. So that was a failure. I did have problems with, uh, yeah, obviously with, uh, companies, uh, not being happy with, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, so it doesn't always go right. So, uh, you were, uh, telling the part of design career is always to change or always to learn new things, uh, always keep the curiosity. Uh, as you had this really long career till now, did it feel sometimes I was suffocating, like not suffocating, uh, exhausting that now like oh, every time I have to learn something new or it's, it's just now so natural that it doesn't look like a task? It's not exhausting, yes, mm-hmm. but it's not because I have to learn something new. It's because of time management. Okay. <clears throat> I personally do not like time pressure mm-hmm. but I'm constantly under time pressure um, I like I like having the right time to do things uh, with the right time that I need to do something and and today the world is going so fast that you rarely have the right time to do things as you would like them to right. be. so I think yeah, it's more about um, overwhelmed by uh, so much pressure mm-hmm. of time of having to. Uh, I I think that the best moment was probably when I had my own business mm-hmm. because when you have your own business, you can take your decisions. You can, uh, you know, you can decide the time. Even if uh, you decide the time of that project, you decide, you know, and you propose it to a company and then see if, it, if, if it's okay. You know, you, you have this agreement. While in other situations of my jobs, um, somehow, yeah, the overwhelming, you know, it's not so much about learning, learning, learning. I, I still like that. Yeah. I, I love learning. But I don't like learning if I have a limited amount of time. I don't like doing it fast. Yeah. It, that, there I get, I get stressed. Right. Like, right. I, I don't want to learn. Okay, fast, now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I need my time to, uh, yeah. Yeah, to take it in and pick when to take it in. Yeah, right. yeah, which That's, is not easy. Yeah. I think today we're going too fast. Too fast. In any case. Right. But then the question is, should we also go faster or we should keep our pace? No, and... we need to go slower. Yeah, yeah. All I'm, of us. <laughs> all of us. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Um, and uh, I realize that sometimes I go fast uh, and then I have to, okay, slow, keep it, uh, keep it slow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but the outside, the world is demanding fast. So it's yeah. not easy to find the right uh, balance, measure, balance. equilibrium. Yeah. yeah, that's quite interesting. I would, I would take the conversation to education now for a second and mm-hmm. then we should go into the life, which is apart from the design career, like the professional stuff. Uh, you have been teaching for a long time in Polytechnico and uh, yeah, thank you that I also got to study under you. I was really 
it was a very interesting moment in my life that time because i remember clearly that one of because your course was one of the first courses i came to uh, at polytechnic one before that i didn't have much of design background i came from engineering and everything and i i had like came like i i came in the course to you and i asked you because i was super worried that time and i asked the specific question like why how would i get job or how would i get to work because i have no portfolio i have no experience i, <laughs> I have nothing to show and whatever i had was not up to the mark as i see everybody else who already has a designer back, designing background and that time i was so questioning everything and i, I remember you saying that don't worry just learn now and you will have enough projects by the end and you will know what you want to do and it turned out to be like that i was really thankful because yeah, well, in the really, end you also did uh, some some competitions yeah yeah. And, yeah yeah it was a very, very nice good. learning curve and it it was really amazing so from that experience of teaching uh you must have also got a lot of things back for you yes. so how would you look at that like Ah, because you get to meet so many students who yeah. come from completely different yeah. uh, backgrounds and thinking and sometimes thinking are so raw that they are very interesting yeah yeah so how would you look at the whole well, experience of teaching you know the, the only problem of that uh, class is that we are 100 students yeah uh so i would i would like to have a stronger relationship yeah. with uh, with the class um because uh yeah teaching the best is <clears throat> is what you receive i mean you, you, yeah teaching is always uh for me it's uh learning on both sides um so i really like to to listen to what uh what my students have to say what they're sometimes it's difficult because with 100 students they're shy no one uh, speaks up so you have to it's a struggle no to mm. to, to get that conversation yeah. going break the ice with everyone break the ice and so then when we work in groups it's much it's much better and i'm happy when someone comes up but yeah i think <clears throat> also another thing that i i get from my students is that i work with them afterwards i mean yeah. i'm always in contact with uh, i i still have one, i i taught in india Yeah. And, and and I had students from India here in in Italy for for six months and it yeah. was the best course ever. <laughs> and we're still in contact. Mm -hmm. There's people working around in the world and we're still in contact. This was 2006. So we're talking about yeah. Yeah. More than uh yeah, 10 to 15 years ago, no? And we're still in contact. So yeah. this for me is enriching. Uh because uh some some kind of bond is is made there yeah and we help each other like if i need uh something i know that you know so some students are around and they have this uh, and and also seeing them go into the world and and now some of my students are head of directors yeah. of uh design studios and things like that so uh yeah so uh, that's enriching you know yeah, it's not only and also from a professional point of view afterwards working together is enriching um Yeah, so <clears throat> when uh, people come from all over the world in a class, uh, it's it's always difficult also to uh, because what I always say is that we all come from different cultures. It's not only a design culture, but we're also from different cultures, yeah. family culture. So it's impossible, even if you're international, even if you've lived around the world, you have an international background, you speak English fluently, yeah. you're never going to be able to grasp. 
the culture of yeah, the nuances. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that I like to learn every time. Yeah. Mm. And it has been a really long journey and so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would say with, with India, <laughs> I have a, a strong, because I've been there and I taught there yeah. and I was in Srishti school yeah. for, for a couple of months. So I have a strong link and I've understood your culture. Yeah. While other cultures for me are still Super completely, fresh, new. Comple- yeah, still difficult. Yeah. And it's not enough to have students that come from other parts of the world too. You have to actually go there, live there. And, yeah. 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 But it's, it's quite fascinating that also like you taught us and that time, let's take my personal example. Like I, I had no clue about how it is going to be. And the lectures you deliver as you being a professional who is giving the knowledge out and you are the people are like new sponges just grasping everything but it has so much impact mm. that it it like it has been giving out to the world like you are not going and doing every project but the students which you have taught are also creating their own impact it's like a chain reaction mm. uh, though you can't really grasp the no. width and the size of it but i think it's it's very noble and it's very huge yeah also when you're teaching you don't grasp it you yeah, don't yeah. know how much you're impacting it's impossible i think um i'm not so uh also aware yeah while i'm teaching of how much i'm actually i'm, I'm getting better every year mm-hmm. <laughs> uh learning uh, because y- you you become it's not that easy and they don't teach you how to teach they send you in a class and yeah, you're teaching <laughs> give them knowledge <laughs> and so yeah exactly um so i learn every year and uh and i learn also from the reactions and also yeah and then uh, students change yeah this year was the first time i was in a class where everybody was taking notes with their laptops like and i could hear this yeah. What, what is this noise <laughs> and then yeah it's changing a, very st- and for me it's you know and you have to fight with you don't want to feel that you're old you know you don't want to say okay I don't. <laughs> so right you have to with say the pen. <laughs> i mean on one hand you think but you know uh maybe this this uh writing with it, it does change the interaction with with the, you don't you're looking at a screen you're not looking at me the I don't person know. yeah, yeah. So on one hand, you have doubts yeah. on is it good or bad? Yeah, yeah. No, and there's no good or bad. It's it, it's different, but at the same time, you're losing something. Yeah, true. Like you're not drawing, so you're not sketching. You're yeah, not true. So I don't know. I, I I question myself every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one year, I went into class and I looked at my tutor. I said something's wrong here. <laughs> like I've missed out on fashion <laughs> because this has. <laughs> Something is, we're back in the 80s. What's happening? <laughs> Pants up here. Bell bottoms. I, I was like, whoa. <laughs> and that was two years ago. I remember getting into the class and having this shock. I said, so that's also interesting. Like, it keeps you updated. Yeah, yeah. It's like global culture visiting you every year in your lab and it yeah. just goes, you just see the whole world, like exactly. reflection of the world. <laughs> exactly. In reflection the of the world in the, pla- in the classroom. And, uh, and it's beautiful. And on the other hand, uh, what I try to avoid is I don't like flattening the world also. Yeah. It's very difficult because when you teach, you tend to flatten mm-hmm. because you are teaching your perspective. So it's difficult to uh, uh, get this dialogue going where right. you're saying, okay, I'm giving you 
a point of view. It's not like teaching math, you know, one plus yeah. one is two. This is how it is. <laughs> this is how it is. And so in our world, it's not. Yeah. There's never this is how it is. There's no one methodology. There's no one way to do it. There's no one way you're, you know, and each each culture thinks differently. Yeah. And there's no one answer. There's no one answer. Yeah. So, and sometimes it's difficult because students think that they have to please you because you're giving a grade. True. I would eliminate the grades, yeah. but I can't. So, <laughs> but in any case, you're giving a grade, you're judging. So students think that you have to please you. The, Impress, they, yeah. the risk is that they become a photocopy of what you are, which is not yeah. Yeah. the objective of teaching. Yeah, yeah. I remember in, in Polytechnic only, I was discussing with one of my classmates, Sebastian Ogubbo, uh, uh, yeah. that, that it was about like the grades you get are most of the times higher if you are as close as to the point of view of the professor because for him or her that makes sense and if you are closer to that that gets you a good grade shouldn't be like that but no. could tend to be like that it shouldn't be like that no it should never be i also hate grades like even in yeah. school i didn't like them no i mean i it's very difficult to give grades in, in design i mean True. after uh, you design with a, with a group of students for six months on yeah. a project yeah. I mean, half of that project is yours. True. <laughs> because it's uh, a master pupil thing. So how do you grade something where half of it is yours yeah. or, or more than half in some cases? That's true. <laughs> so it's like grading yourself. You're like, okay. <laughs> it's, you know. It's, it's tricky. It's challenging, I guess, in itself. You're not uh, transferring a knowledge at checking if you know what one, one plus one is two is because yeah. that's not the point of it. No, it's a project. Right. So, and you told them when it's good or when it's bad or, or you helped yeah. in developing it as if you're, uh, you know, as a normal design manager yeah. in a design firm. True. So you're out. It's a very strange thing. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> but that's how the system is. Yeah. That's how they, we, they make us believe like that. The yeah, exactly. To think like that. Yeah, yeah. On the similar line, I was having a conversation with Seba the other day because I'm staying at his house for a couple of, I'm a nomad staying anywhere. <laughs> it's like, what well, right now, he, like uh, we are working a lot let's say we are doing a lot of projects personal projects YouTube or anything making podcasts and everything and at the same time there is no money because we are not really working at someone but yeah. we are putting more than the hours one puts every day you yeah. know in a studio working but it's the society which makes you think that if you're not getting money that you, that means you're not doing anything and it's really we have to evaluate what we are doing and of course you need money to survive and to do other mm. things and enable different things in life but we have to also forgive ourselves and really believe in what you're doing. Otherwise, then you tend to lose it. And then it just meaning of everything just changes. Yeah, that's another good point that you put. I think the best design studio, the best designers mm -hmm. are those that on one hand, okay, they do the jobs that they have to do for the company. But on the other hand, they always bring forward their personal research. That's true. Yeah. The studio, I mean, the designers that I have interviewed, the ones that I admire the most, have this double track. Track. And it's not easy because yeah. you have to, as you were saying, you have, yeah, yeah. you have to gain the right, but you have to also give the right amount of time to your personal research. So those that are managed to have this double track are the ones that... Are able to do. Yeah, because different. somehow you develop your personal view on the world. No. Yeah. And then you find where, who can finance it and, yeah. you know, that kind of uh, attitude. And, um, and on the other hand, of course, you do 
you know yeah. whatever you have to do for companies which is which is fine mm-hmm. also good true how design has really affected your day to day life could be that could be anything like basic personal choices giving time to yourself could be mental well being could be family or how it has like really affected the other aspect of your life hmm that's a good question and also uh, quite quite broad <laughs> <laughs> it's not very like i think okay it has for sure design studies have for sure affected my mindset mm-hmm um when i started design uh i had i had a completely different uh way of looking at the world i think uh when you start your first studies in design uh you know you you learn by by looking at the different case oh that designer did that and how he went through it and what did he see and you know you, you don't design a chair but you design something to relax on or something to you know you change your perspective right and that has affected me a lot i think from a mindset point of view of always uh searching for a different way of of seeing things uh so i think in my personal like personal like individual uh mindset i think that's something that i bring every day mm-hmm. um I don't know if I could give an example but for sure I never um I never think that things can be done one way. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not okay, this is right and this is wrong. It's always okay, depends. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if that's also because of my culture but I think it's all or because of yeah, uh, meeting many cultures and meeting many uh, different people coming from all around the world but it's also I think a design perspective always doubting mm-hmm. uh that things can be done in in one unique way for sure i mean this for sure it has affected my aesthetics mm-hmm. um i mean i before doing design i was not so in love with certain products now mm-hmm. it's it's like <laughs> the stand out no? well it's almost like you know i i would go steal it if i could <laughs> uh but yeah i'm i i i can't go uh on vacation in ugly places mm-hmm. like ugly architecture places not yeah. not not uh, ugly in terms of yeah. nature but uh, ugly in well nature is never ugly but yeah, yeah. um ugly is uh human artifacts ugly yeah. i can't stay in i i really feel uncomfortable <laughs> so uh so yeah i think it has changed the aesthetics the way i i i see things and appreciate uh what surrounds me um i don't know if it has changed my ethics i think that was something that i already had from mm-hmm. previous i think uh it has increased that it has uh, uh enabled me to un- to to say okay uh i want to do something that changes the or that makes the world better even if it in a small yeah i think i i have that anywhere i go like i'm always looking at how i can make things a bit better or make them function a bit better or i always have this uh desire uh so i think i bring that also in my relationships yeah like always thinking of of how i can uh help people yeah 
I think. So maybe it's part of my my previous <laughs> life before design, but yeah. I think design has enhanced it for sure. Right. Has brought more meaning to it. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. Um... Like if you have to take like an important decision, let's say in your family, have you gone into like a designer hat and run like a, passively run a design thinking in your head <laughs> without you knowing that <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if um, I've, I've always been in any case someone that uh, is a decision maker I do mm-hmm. I, I take decisions uh, many times and I don't have and when I'm I, I'm a yeah, when I'm not sure, I don't take the decision. But when I'm hundred, there's something you know, gut feeling. I, I just go straight. I have no doubts. But I think that's more me. I don't know if it's a design. So I don't think no. And uh, uh, I I realize when I I'm with people uh, that don't that don't have a design background mm-hmm. uh, that I do tend to plan, uh, but not in the sense of planning um how to say that i need to know how things need to be done uh but i can have a a wide perspective Mm -hmm. on the problem Mm -hmm. a wider perspective maybe on the problem yeah maybe this like having a wider perspective and understanding that there's uh different roles different uh so Maybe it's, this is a more service design approach, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, you know, understanding the different people, what, how to put them together. Yeah, that's something. That's something that you know, bringing people together and uh, under, yeah, to do something, to do a project together. Yeah, right. in that case, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking now. My ch- my daughter goes to school, and I'm quite yeah. So there, uh, with respect to other mothers, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I have more because now she is looking at you taking decisions or doing things yeah and you would tend to take a, a kind of a pathway which is of influenced by your design knowledge so you tend to think like that and for her it's just natural uh, so I think it's also passively like really enhancing her thinking or decision making of course you're not teaching her this yeah, is design yeah, thinking <laughs> no because yeah, yeah. but yeah it's always difficult to you know to understand what you're transferring to another person it's always difficult to say to be so conscious about it yeah uh for sure okay we do lots of things crafts every day you know yeah. we're constantly um i enhance this for sure i do enhance like uh, she collects things uh-huh. now and she's a collector of anything <laughs> and so my me my my person would say oh my goodness stop collecting because yeah. the house is full of stuff of useless things yeah. but my designer side says oh that's interesting yeah, yeah. so I give her a chance <laughs> <laughs> after a couple of weeks I throw things away but <laughs> <laughs> but let her do it. <laughs> but I give her a chance. She can take them home. She can have them for a couple. And when she forgets them, sometimes I, I 
you know, yeah, yeah. throw them away because they, they start becoming a lot of stuff. But yeah, she has this, uh, her curiosity towards things on the floor, on the ground and picking them up and taking them home and yeah. washing them and put them in, you know, and uh, experimenting. Yeah, maybe I probably enhance it more than someone that is not a designer probably. Right. I mean, I, I can see the, the interesting part, yeah, yeah. the curiosity and the... And the thinking of things from other things, and that's my designer. But yeah, 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 for sure. Because right now, that your actions uh, when it comes to your kids or anything is like they don't look as impacting as they are. Yeah. But in future, they they reflect in some way. Yeah. Because while you were telling this, I just I had a memory of me going to pot making and ceramic classes with my mom because I was free and I really was interested. And the place where she went, it was all the women and girls doing it. And I was like, it's the only boy there doing that. But that kind of also, make, like, it wasn't for me, like, it's the girl thing. It's a boy's thing. Yeah. Because that kind of gap we have quite a lot than other countries right now, let's say in India, than Western countries. But for me, then it kind of became very natural to do things which it's not for girls, not for boys, it's just for everybody. So now I'm thinking like my these small actions or the small things which you don't really think about much really impact it in a they bigger do. way. Yeah, so there for sure with my my daughter I have these uh, design uh, how do you how would you call them uh, <laughs> quirks yeah, design yeah, yeah. design quirks. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, so she likes collecting useless things. Uh, she likes putting together useless things to build something useless yeah. <laughs> again. And I, I encourage it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, you know, putting together, yeah, yeah, yeah just putting together yeah. things. And today, creativity is, uh, you know, they say that it's not taught enough in school, it's not uh, um, that you, you, you repress it, mm -hmm. that our schools have repressed, uh, you know, there's, there's this uh, different theories and so on. So somehow, I, 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 I don't know if it's true or not true, but in any case, if there is a creative, uh, some kind of, uh, you know, spontaneous creativity, mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, suppress it or suppress stop it. it. That's yeah, that's sure. very important. Yeah. Yeah. Again, from my perspective, when I was a child, I, I had a very, the tendency to try out different things and learn things. And I was doing karate for six years and I was dancing. <laughs> then I was doing pot and painting and stuff. And then I was playing table tennis for long. But my parents never said like, don't do that, stop it. They just always encouraged me and put in different things. And with school, I really had two, three activities which always were there. So for me, it's very natural to do videos, music, this, this, this. It just functions like that. And if they would have said, no, you have to study, get grades, get good grades, then only you can do that. Yeah, of course. Then I might would have turned into somebody else. <laughs> Obviously. So I think that's very important. And it's yeah. quite interesting. Yeah. Though they didn't have design knowledge, right? they were good parents. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, what? So, when you get up every morning, uh, what what keeps you going? Like, what is this? Do you have like ultimate bigger goal, or not like a goal goal, but like, what makes you do things? Could be anything that you can do. Uh, there was a time when I had bigger goals. Mm -hmm. Um, now I've sort of, um, I'm searching for one now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've, I've changed my job recently again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> and I've learned 
in my previous changes that I've uh, I've somehow put lots of passion in uh, and with a strong idea of where I was supposed to bring the group but somehow this then uh, always uh, took me to uh, being very exhausted I, I achieved what I was supposed to achieve but I didn't then um, celebrate the achievement because right. uh, I was so exhausted mm-hmm. and so I learned that somehow I have to um, uh, maybe listen a bit more and, and understand what this great this goal could be uh, but maybe more in, in har- leaving more space to to the rest of the world instead of you know just charging in one direction this True. is what we have to do right. <laughs> before I was more okay this is what is this is what we're gonna do no and I would bring the, together the people we'd build it we and we achieve amazing goals but still it was yeah lots of energy and my energy and of course other people's energy but I was like yeah very much guiding so now I'm more in a in a situation where I'm uh, listening a bit more uh, to understand what the goal could be yeah uh which is not only my goal it's uh yeah uh i think okay what what pushes me to do things is again my passion too i'm i'm i get very like uh, (laughs) i look calm but inside i'm always (laughs) (laughs) there's always a fight (laughs) uh and uh and I'm a bit anarchic mm-hmm. inside, <laughs> although it doesn't show so much outside, but I am. I am, and so all this, uh, I start getting angry and uh, with the world, and, uh, you know, this is not working, and uh, that other thing is not working. So I, what I'm doing is I'm trying to calm it down and say, yeah. okay, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to all work <laughs> as you think it should go. Um, and uh, so I think what, what pushes me is for sure always, you know, wanting to make things better. That's that's for sure. That's at the basis of everything. So even when I'm teaching, I always have the mm-hmm. the hope, the wish to, in any case, uh, yeah, uh, help someone, yeah. you know, uh, realize something or together even maybe. But uh, it's not all, it's not teaching what I know. Yeah. It's always like growing together. That's what my objective is. So. That's about teaching. While in the other things I do, because in, as mm. a teacher, you do many things. <laughs> you teach, but then you have to publish or perish. Uh, <laughs> and then you have to do research, and then you have to do uh, accounting, and then you have yeah, to yeah. give grades, and then you have to the bureaucracy, and then you have to you know, do PhDs, and then you have to do final thesis, and then so many, many jobs things, in one. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think... I'm still trying to find like the project mm-hmm. that uh, I haven't found. I think the project of my yeah. like the life project, you know, where you're yeah. really. That's... Have you looked at life till now in a project setting? Like this was your life project. This was your life project. Yeah. Often. Always, I think. So when I was. Uh, director mm-hmm. of the research group it was about getting people together and and uh, you know building a team and uh, making it work getting the budget getting you know that was a mission yeah yeah it's always a project 
there's a higher project then inside the higher project there's smaller projects yeah. <laughs> so yeah and also in in the yeah octagonal was the same yeah. trying to build the team it's always about building the team and and getting it going and working and and going in a certain direction um yeah and also my studio yeah. with my two partners we you know put it up we set it up it was all a huge adventure uh finding clients and uh and uh now it's it's strange because i don't have a team it's me <laughs> true the and dynamic it's, it's has strange. changed yeah so it's a bit strange. I mean, I'm in a team. I'm in a Politecnico. It's a, okay. There's different mm -hmm. teams, different groups, different. So I'm in, but it's not about putting them together or uh, to do a, yeah. a project. It's, uh, it's a regular thing. It's a bit more complica yeah. complicated. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah, in a phase where I'm, I'm searching for the next, next project, project, probably. Yeah. Trying to understand which could be the next project. Interesting. Uh, on the same line, I would like to ask you because everybody think tells that you should dream always big things, big things, big things. Even where I stand right now, I, f I feel everything is possible. I want to do many things and I feel quite everything is quite possible. As you have gone ahead in your life, does, does did your dream started to be smaller, smaller, smaller? Or you are still in a position where you are still dreaming big and you are able to somehow get there or somehow get somewhere? But does reality or this life, let's say, because people say once you start doing stuff, it really changes. Did that affect your dreams to go smaller in some way or less crazier or something like that? It, of, of course, it's very personal. Yeah. Thing no. Um, no, I think. I think there's a part of me that is is still there fighting that things should go the way they should go. Mm -hmm. And that's the big dream, like, uh, and it has to do with ethics, it has to do with justice, it has to do with um, making people happy, it has to do, so that's the big dream, and it's always there, and it's yeah. always big. <laughs> Hasn't changed, I yeah. mentioned, at all. Uh, it has, uh, I mean, I have developed the other side that tells that part, you know, uh, okay, that's utopia. <laughs> and there's possibility <laughs> and there's possibility and there's compromises and there's um, and there's also the world is uh, unpredictable True. and uh, and so on uh, although in some areas you know when you talk about justice when you're talking about war I mean no yeah. there's no compromises True. so there's a certain extent where I I don't accept compromises and I'm still very strong there and I don't uh, and I haven't allowed anything mm -hmm. to to change that. Right. I think that is uh, very, very strong in me. There has been a moment in my life where I had to leave uh, completely uh, a, a path because this was so strong that it was just destroying me. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, okay. So I know, at least now I'm conscious about the fact that it's very strong. And that if I if I'm not in the right direction, it'll mm -hmm. it'll say hi, hello. <laughs> this is not right. Right. <laughs> but it'll say it like in a strong manner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think those, more and those more things you... like panic attacks and things like that. Yeah. It'll come like quite strongly. So it'll say no, no, no. This is wrong. And so I think yeah, that has not changed. That's the big the big thing. And I think it'll go till you know. I yeah. can't. But I have to keep it under control. 
because right. I have learned that you know you have to yeah the world is complicated mm-hmm. so it's not that uh, simple and uh, you have to find the right ways to achieve what you want to achieve right probably that's this very important. so but yeah going back to a project yeah, this house was a project when yeah. we started you know uh, three years ago it's, I, I dealt it as a project yeah. you know project management and <laughs> everything <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, probably I do uh, treat whatever I do as a project yeah. in my life. Yeah, I probably do. Maybe not vacations. I, I don't like planning vacations very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, but if I have, uh, uh, yeah, other things, yeah, it'll be projects. Probably. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. let's let's do a, like a overall bigger question. What would you suggest 25 or it's a very cliched question, but <laughs> what would you say to 25 years old Valentina who's just starting and doing stuff already that like what would be your message? Because I'm not see, like really seeing you being 25 but yeah. also other people like me and other people who are in the same zone. Yeah, okay. Um it's difficult to say because life is, is I mean, I, first of all, I never look back and say, oh, I would have done it differently. Mm-hmm. Never. Like, yeah. I, it never, it's something that doesn't, it's not part of my, I think always that I've done what I, need, I needed to do in that moment. So, and I have this, and it's very deep, this uh, feeling. Like, I, I never look back. Um, I might look back at, at, at things where I was embarrassed. Yes. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that, yes. But uh, I don't look back to like big decisions, changing mm-hmm. jobs, uh, changing anything, life, uh, mm-hmm. places, where to live, uh, also where to study. I, I would, would have done exactly what I, I do because I think, I think that it's by doing these things that I've become what I what you are so it's difficult to tell that person at that time what but at the same time if I could go back with the um, awareness that I have now of life and of who I am uh, I would probably tell myself to have a bit more courage in doing what I think is good for me mm-hmm. and uh, give less importance to what people think about it. This right. for sure. I think probably when you're young, you're scared. Uh, you're scared to be judged. You're scared. I'm still scared to be judged, actually. <laughs> that doesn't change. Um, but I, I'm more uh, conscious about, you know, what what's good for me. Yeah. I think that's important. I think that is... Uh, the key to say, I mean if you're if you're not sure should I go right or should I go left I mean think what's good for you yeah in that moment and not what's good for you know what, what you think others should think yeah. that you should do, you or, should do. and that's difficult that's difficult in time so uh, yeah uh, probably if I had done that mm. if I had had that awareness at that age I would have taken a completely different route yeah I would have become I think and a carpenter <laughs> seriously i think that sometimes that i would have become a carpenter like i i i, I really like when i do yeah, that yeah. stuff it's, and another thing that i've uh, yeah uh, a good thing that um 
my, my math professor used to say two things, actually, two learnings. One is uh, you have to be on top of things to decide. Uh, so if you're in the middle of the mist, it's quite difficult to take decisions. So wait till you're, you actually have the yeah. bigger picture. Uh, and then another thing that I, I learned, I think, from the design, uh, <laughs> design your life, because uh, um, uh, I participated in one of those, um, uh, is that there's moments when you have this, uh, the flow moments. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I perfectly know when I have a flow moment, mm -hmm. like I'm completely conscious this is a flow moment. And I think that's an important thing to know when you're 24. Like, yeah. look at when you have these flow, when you have that moment where, you know, for hours you would do that for hours and never stop. Yeah. You know? Like for me, it was math. I could have gone on for hours doing mm -hmm. math. And so maybe I should have done math instead of <laughs> design, but I don't know. Uh, but still, if you listen to those moments where time just goes by and you don't even realize, that's a clue. Yeah, at 20, that, yeah. yeah, and to give to listen to the, that and say, okay, so what does it mean? Maybe it's not okay. I have to do math, okay, uh, but for sure, it's a clue. Right, it can help to yeah. to tell you what's the right thing. So you know, it's, because you say, okay, what's the right thing for me? It's quite difficult to to answer that. Yeah, in any moment in life. True. But the flow moments are are moments where you can't get it wrong. You yeah. know when time is passing and you don't even realize. Yeah. You know when that happens. And so that's easier to depict, you know, to say, okay, that, that was a flow moment. What was I doing? Mm -hmm. And build on that. Yeah. Probably. That's important. Mm. Cool. Yeah, your life has been super experimental. Like, and you have done, like, as we have discussed today, you have done whatever you thought was really good for you and you picked that. And it's quite inspiring to see that. And thanks for being on the podcast yes but thanks for <laughs> teaching at Polytechnico and inspiring lives of my life of course yes but also the other students and students to come it's very important uh, again I will mention the same thing it's it's not always about the skill set but also the vision with mm -hmm. what you do something because nowadays you can learn things overnight but why yeah. you learn and or what on, would you on, do with on it on podcasts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true <laughs> it's, it's very important so thank you so much uh, for that thank, thank you, you for so, the interview yes thank you so much for coming on podcast thank you for letting me shoot this beautiful podcast in this beautiful house and I'm really sorry I can't show you the house but she has got a really nice house she has yeah it's it's very well it's one of the kind of houses I really like it's massive and very thoughtful so yeah that's so that's all from the today's podcast. You, you can uh, follow Valentina on LinkedIn. I'll yep. put the put the link down below so you can check her profile out. Or if you need help, maybe they can message you if you have time. You of can course, reply. of course. <laughs> and that being said, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the Fun Indian Guy channel if you want to see more things which I do. Sometimes it's design, sometimes it's music, so sometimes it's just lifestyle stuff. But it's okay. That's what I like to do. And uh, that being said, don't forget to have fun because having fun is not an option. It's a lifestyle which all should follow. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. The Fun Indian Guy Podcast.